0: everybody welcome to rachel's reviews we are really glad today to be here to do a special episode of hidden gems uh where we are we were going to do hbo max but with everything that's happened with the protests and uh everything we uh we were thinking about what we could talk about and Uh, we kind of got the idea that it might be a great idea to talk about some films that maybe hidden gems showcasing diversity and people of color and uh, that that might be a really uh, helpful and proactive way to to do this and uh, so I, I thought what better to have one of my good friends my friend Eli here to do this with me and he and Ryan is also here so thank you Ryan and Eli for coming on and doing this.
1: Rachel, it is
0: always a pleasure. Yes, and Eli, thank you in particular because you you're such a thoughtful voice in our Film Twitter community, I feel like, in particular the animation community. And I think you speak about diversity, not only from your own experience obviously, but, but just uh, in such a eloquent and thoughtful way. So I'm really grateful to have you on.
2: Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I have gotten that compliment before. So I'm feeling really good about myself.
0: Oh, good. We I mean, thought we should. And uh, how have you been holding up here uh, with quarantine and with all this, uh, you know, these things going on, this, this tragedy that happened and the protests and, and all of that? How have you been? How have you been uh, digesting, I guess, all of this?
2: Uh, it is, it has been, uh, you know, it's, it's most most of the time I'm able to, like, just deal with this because that's, like, I've lived such a, like, sheltered existence that it's, like, I don't have, I don't have a lot of firsthand experience mm-hmm. with it, despite, despite the fact that I actually live in Oakland and I am Black so but most of the time I've I've managed to because I'm such an introverted person I managed to stay out of like huge like Mm -hmm. events like like this so but so I'm mostly just like reading about all this stuff yeah uh, on on the on the twitter feeds and and on watching it on the news but but because it is a it, it is an issue that has affected um mostly black people uh-huh. and I am black it it is extra uh, kind of hard to 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 see yeah. this stuff happening because because it because it's it me because it means that it could be happening to me, sure, if I were there. Usually,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Were you close to the to what what happened in Oakland?
2: I I am really close to it because yeah. like the 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 protests that I've been hearing about that happened on Fourteenth and Broadway. Where the Walgreens got vandalized by like a lot of people. I, I walk down that street every week on my way to work. So Mm -hmm. I've seen, I've, I've seen that store and I go in there all the time to buy lunch. And, and so to see that place on the, on the news, it was surreal. Yeah, because I, I, it is so close to where I go. It's like it's, uh, it's like an hour long walk away from my house. If I if I walk, so it's pretty far from where I live. But I, but it's still it's very close to where I work, though. So it was, it was a little yeah. scary to see.
0: So are, are, have you been an essential worker in in this? At, or at I, home.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have been working at home, uh, but I recently started going back to work uh, on site because I I'm not the kind of essential worker that you normally hear about on the news, but I am officially an essential worker because I am doing behind the scenes work at the library where I work, um, that doesn't involve the public, because the, it's not open to the public yet. So the public, I'm not dealing with, but mm-hmm. I have been working behind, behind the scenes processing library books and, and putting barcodes on the books and stuff like that. So I have been deemed essential.
0: Mm, okay. And Ryan, you're not back quite yet, right? It, it I actually,
1: or? um, I actually returned to work not, uh, not this last Wednesday, but two Wednesdays ago. Okay. So I have All been right. back basically for a week and a half now.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can remember. Yeah, it's 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 a crazy time to be alive. I'll tell you that right now. Whew. Agreed. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we just thought that this would be a, a nice little exercise to do uh so uh, if you can find some uh, some more hidden uh films and uh series for me at least one of mine is a series uh on these different streaming platforms maybe then you can support that are and these are quality and so it's not just diversity for diversity's sake these are good good stuff and so uh and 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 usually we focus on one Ne- on one network um but for this one we decided you could do for any of the streaming services so it's more of a themed uh topic which could be fun maybe for the future so i uh, why don't you start us off eli what's your first pick
2: okay my first, okay this my first choice is the movie this might be a hidden gem for some people but maybe some people haven't watched it but it's called do the right thing mm. Spike Lee yeah. nice
0: yeah you can rent it uh and people should rent it uh that uh it is available for a low cost so people should rent it yeah yeah you it, know
2: what I I was about to say you, you should just get there's an app called just watch that you should download and uh-huh. just type it in and it'll, it'll just tell you where to stream it yeah so, yeah.
0: so what do you love about this film
2: Okay. Yes, as Ryan said, it was directed by Spike Lee. It came out in 1989. But okay. Okay. The thing I will say about this movie is, okay, it was it was an interesting movie at the time because it was it was it was putting a kind of a spotlight that on things that movies didn't normally. Talk about like in those days, because it was like it was it was showcasing a lot of the the inner city like drama that was taking place between people because of their race see it was like because okay, first of all the the movie was about a pizza delivery guy who lives in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, and he and 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 it was in Bed-Stuy, so mostly black neighborhood, And but the guy that he worked for at the pizzeria was an Italian-American and like, see, one of the people in the neighborhood is upset at the pizzeria because there's a wall of fame with only famous Italian Americans on the wall, but, but there are like no black people on the wall. So so like it, it escalates, basically it escalates into like a, a riot that mm-hmm. was between the pizzeria owner and the neighborhood person who's like complaining about it and yeah. it, ends up, it ends up with the police getting involved. It ends up with violence spreading. And it ends up with the building getting burned down. And, it, and it, 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 this was a lot of stuff that a lot of Black people are were used to seeing a lot in areas like New York and Los Angeles in those times. But you didn't normally see uh, like high profile movies showing stuff like that happening. Love, like race riots was basically what they were like identified as. And this is a movie that was completely about that it was like centered on that because it didn't just show like tension between black people and white people it also showed tension between like uh, white people and Puerto Ricans and Latinos and Koreans and and even talked about Koreans and Jews and and so the the reason why I like it so much is because it was sort of like a groundbreaking in its in the realistic portrayal of the the drama that was taking place that like you didn't normally see on a big screen yeah which is one of the reasons why like which is one of the reasons why a lot of people thought, think this is like spike lee's like best movie because this was this is the one that put him on the map and it's like the uh, national film registry and the American mm-hmm. film Institute, like staple.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen this, but I definitely need to, I think I'm going to watch it this week. So I appreciate your recommendation. Uh, I've been really wanting to see it. Uh, and uh, so, uh, yeah. Have you seen this Ryan? Uh,
1: I've only seen the one clip where Samuel L. Jackson says, and that's the double truth, Ruth. And because I was, <laughs> I was looking it up for another project, but um, Spike Lee is admittedly a pretty, it is a blind spot of my filmography, not out of anything like that. It just, I never saw a ton of his movies, but you know, he's got a new movie coming out called The Five Bloods. I believe it's coming to Netflix and I'll definitely be hunting that down. So, and then okay. I'll just start working my way backwards.
0: For sure. Very good. All right. Well, my first choice is actually on the Hulu service, and it is called The Hate You Give. And this is a movie that went under the radar uh, from uh, 2018, I believe. And uh, I think that this movie does a really good job of of showcasing this family and their uh, their situation with uh, with their they trying to work with their community them trying to protest this this girl who is going to a white school predominantly white school rich school uh, and but yet she still is very invested in her community and there's a tragedy that happens with a friend of hers that gets shot by a police officer and kind of what happens and I thought that, that, that family felt very genuine to me, that they actually felt like a family. And I thought that the story was very, like, very riveting and very well done and the acting was very good. And I think it deserved to be a, a better, a bigger hit. It was well, it got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but it didn't do all that well. I really enjoyed the book that it was based on and I thought they did a really good job of adapting it. And did you ever get to see this, Eli?
2: I I heard about this one and I wanted to see it. I haven't gotten around to it yeah. yet, but it but it sounds really interesting, and, yeah. and really it's good. like a, a, yeah 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 it's on my list. I like it it sounds like the kind of thing that I would like based yeah. on the story alone.
0: Yeah, it's really good. I think you all would like it, and a really good one to watch with teenagers. Uh, and uh, and have a co- start having I mean, these conversations. Uh, so Ryan, what's your first one choice?
1: So my first choice is from 2018, and this one is available now on HBO Max. Uh, this is uh, this is called Blinded by the Light. This is a personal favorite of mine and Rachel, Eli. I don't know if you feel the same, but uh, but Blinded by the Light is just a wonderful movie. It's based on a true story. It's directed by and I'm probably going to butcher this name, and I do apologize in advance if she is listening to this, Grinder Shada. That's about as close as I'm going to get. I mean, no disrespect. I suck with names, and that's about as good as it's going to be. But, uh, but the movie itself is excellent. It's about a young boy. He's, he's Indian. and uh, Or actually, no, he's Pakistani. Yes, he's yeah. Pakistani. I, I, yes, he is Pakistani and he comes from a very strict, conservative Pas- Pakistani family. But then he discovers the music of the boss, Bruce Springsteen, and his life changes forever. He opens himself up, he gives himself new opportunities to experience and things creatively. During a time where Pakistanis were treated rather unfairly in their home country or in in the UK, uh, this is this is this is a movie that could have gone one way, and I was expecting it to go one way, but it went the opposite way, and I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, this movie opened up the door for me to listen to some Bruce Springsteen myself because. I had only maybe listened to 10th Avenue Freeze Out and maybe a couple more of his songs, and now I've listened to a lot more. So it opened up the door to me there. Uh, All the acting is great. Uh, There's some really, really sad scenes in there, but there's some happy ones too. Uh, At the end of the day, this is one of the more underrated movies of 2018. Nobody saw it, and I am so sad that that is the case because it was just it was just brilliant, as the British would say. Yeah.
0: I agree, I absolutely loved this movie. I saw it at Sundance, and then I went and saw it several more times i I just what a joyful, beautiful uh movie about the power of of when something when you that first experience when you become like a real fan of something and something inspires you and the movie just really captures that experience so well and it's just i absolutely love it i it's a great choice and everybody should watch it Uh, it's not a cynical movie at all so you have to put that side of you out but who needs cynicism in a time like this? We need we need optimism, I think. Uh, so I I, I love yeah. that film.
2: Uh, the, you, you, I've been hearing this movie getting praised ever since I first heard about it when it was like at festivals before it yeah. became uh, theatrically released. And and Rachel like was raving about it like yeah. really <laughs> early. So yeah. I so Steve's contributed to my interest in watching it definitely.
0: And which service is that on, uh, Ryan? It's
1: on HBO Max, which is in currently in its maiden week or weekend. Or Very no, good. it's maiden week. Maiden okay. Week.
0: All right. So my next choice is uh, the Breadwinner, and this is on Netflix right now. And this is nom- was nominated for the animated Oscar. It's a beautiful film. Uh, by director Nora Toomey from the same team that does uh, the cartoon saloon who did Song of the Sea and uh, and uh, Secret of the Kells I love their studio Uh, this movie is about this uh, 11 year old Afghani girl who's father is arrested and they're not allowed to uh, women aren't allowed to shop at this time this is in 2001 under the Taliban and uh so they have to figure out how they're going to get food um so she ends up pretending to be a boy for a time, and it's a beautiful heart wrenching uh wonderful animated film that people should see yeah so
2: yeah that 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 one was again, I like you I like cartoon foroon too, and that was like one of their one of their best although all of them are some of my favorite animated movies of all time
0: yeah yeah they're the best so what's your next pick eli
2: okay my next pick is a movie called dolomite is my name that eddie came out (laughs) yes 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 oh my god i love eddie 2019, that movie came out on Netflix, and you can stream it on Netflix right now. And that movie uh, was written. written, It was written by actually Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski, and they were the same screenwriters behind uh, the Tim Burton movies Ed Wood and Big Eyes. And this is sort of similar to those movies, actually, because this is also a biography about some of real person, uh, like Ed Wood, also about a filmmaker. And it was, uh, just basically it was about this guy named Rudy Ray Moore, played by Eddie Murphy, who, who and, and, and Rudy Ray Moore played a character in the movie called himself Dolomite, which was his stage name. And he called himself that when he performed on stage doing stand-up comedy. And then he started calling himself that when he started making movies. And he tried to make uh, basically a movie about Dolmite, called Dolmite, the real movie that came out in 1975. And this is a movie about the making of that real movie. And, it, and, and I just really liked this film because it, was, it showed people like, enjoying making a movie. It was like, and, and the passion behind the making of the movie and and, it, there was, and all the behind the scenes drama that took place as the movie was trying to be made and get funded by people and they were trying to sell to people and, we, and even though no one thought the movie was going to do well and it was like that that I like because it's like an underdog story and I like underdog stories and, and it was just a, a movie of that celebrated the making of movies and those i liked so this one i thought was really good although it is super super filthy and and it is definitely r-rated just to let people know but Mm. if you can get past that then it's it's very entertaining
0: very very good i've heard that that is i i didn't see it but i heard it's really funny so uh, people will have to check it out. Uh, all right, Ryan, what's your next one?
1: So my next choice is currently streaming on Netflix at the minute, and it is from the year 2008, and it is a movie called The Long Shots. Uh, this is a movie that definitely is under the radar. I've seen it 10 or so times, and it's gotten better the more I've watched it. Uh, now, please take this sentence and not, like, Immediately shunned me. This movie was directed by Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit fame. Now, I know, I know Limp Biscuit is not exactly a popular name, but he actually directed a really good movie in, in the long shots. It stars Ice Cube and Kiki Palmer. Uh, Ice Cube is a former, disgrace, is a disgraced football player, and he decides to coach his niece's football team and he actually recruits his niece played by Kiki Palmer to quarterback the team. Uh it it's really 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 hard to screw up a football movie. I've seen like I've seen dozens of them and they're all at least good to great and this is one of the great ones. It tells a really really great story. Uh Ice Cube is surprisingly a good actor. Like you know, I, I never thought I would say Ice Cube is a really good actor, but he's a really good actor. And Kiki Palmer, who has been in movies recently as Hustlers, uh, she's gone on to do bigger things. And and she was in in other movies when she was a kid up to now, like School of Rock. And so she's really good in here too. Really good football stuff in here. Uh, this, is, this is one of those movies that I think it's – good for the entire family. This is definitely mm-hmm. a family movie night worthy.
0: Very good. That sounds good. I don't know but I I don't I don't think I've seen that. I don't know if I've seen it. I can't remember. That sounds like a good one. Yeah, yeah I don't
2: I don't I've never seen it but if Ice Cube's in it I'm sure <laughs> I would like it because he is always good in everything mm-hmm. every single thing he's in. Like drama, comedy, he ice Cube's always good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely all right well my next pick is uh, on disney plus it's the diary of a future president and uh it's a it's actually a series and uh it's really cute it's uh it's about this uh young girl who you see you see her as a as a grown-up as the president uh and then she has she finds her old diary and then you see the experiences of her growing up as well and it's a very diverse uh cast um with uh, the uh, the young girl uh played by tess romero and she's really really cute you have gina rodriguez playing her as an adult and she's really good and as you know as president and then you have her mother uh and the whole cast is really well done and uh it's just it's sweet it's heartwarming and i haven't finished the whole thing yet but i really enjoyed it and i think it you know could be a positive thing for kids to see uh to see you know gina rodriguez as president and in this little girl that they can, you know, be anything that they set their mind up to, and, and, uh, I think that, that they'll like it. It's, it's, it's a really cute family show. So,
2: oh, That one, nuts. that one, that one I, I haven't seen yet, because Disney Plus is full of a bunch of things that I'm, that are taking up my time. Yeah. That <laughs> I, so, that one is so far down the list, but, like, a, compared to all the other stuff i have trying to watch, but like, but I'm gonna get to that eventually, though, But it it's it's good, it's
0: definitely so. for kids. Like it's it's made for for children. But it was really sweet. I enj- I enjoyed it. I really did. So uh, right, of what I've seen, right, I right. still have to see. I've not finished the season. So uh, okay,
2: well, I am. I, so don't feel bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just the kind of thing that would come on like Disney Channel or something. I'm probably not missing it.
0: Yeah. It's uh. It's uh. It's. I would say it's. It's similar to that stuff that's on the Disney Channel, but it. But maybe I think the cast elevates it a little bit with Gina and with uh, some other people. So, uh, so I think I think uh, it's worth worth giving a watch, at least the pilot. Uh, but definitely, okay, well, if you it, have kids, they'll love it. They'll love it. So.
2: Okay. Well, it does. It does have a good sounding cast. So yeah. No, yeah. That's good.
0: Yeah. So Eli, what's your next pick?
2: Okay, my next pick. Uh, for uh hidden gem is 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 something that ryan kugler directed uh before black panther which i thought is worth revisiting and that is his film called fruitvale station this movie
1: (laughs) this movie wrecked me it was really really good but man
2: it was a hard watch
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's uh yeah
2: yes yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie was really good. I, I similarly was like hard to watch because it was like it, it did a good job, I thought. Just um, telling a telling a mundane story. It was a basic. It was a very mundane story because all it, it was basically just the movie humanized Oscar Grant's life by showing him with his girlfriend and his daughter, and showing him with his mother and showing him trying to get his job back at a grocery store, and all leading up to the moment when he was at the train station, and and, uh, he was spotted by a former inmate from back when he was in Dale, and things escalated from there, and then that led to him being killed by the BART police at the Oakland Fruitvale District, and and so yeah, it was, it was the whole movie leading up to that was very mundane but it did a good job humanizing the person that it was based on which is what Mm -hmm. i really liked about it and 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 michael b jordan is always good in every movie he's in and so he was being in that role was like half the half the humanization right there and i i Thought that this was I, I, this was really good. This is this was the movie I watched that made me really happy when I learned that Ryan Coogler was directing Black Panther because this is one of my favorites. It was it was like top of my list of favorite favorite uh, dramas mm-hmm. and definitely in favorite uh, biographies.
0: That's cool, yeah, it's a really, really, really good movie. People should see it. I'm looking online. it looks like you can watch it on the two two b t service right now, which i guess Tubi. is a free uh free streaming service, so check it out. it's really worth watching it's 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 tough to watch at times, definitely i think worthwhile especially right now uh you yeah. should yeah it's a good one for sure
1: it it was just it really really. It toyed with my emotions, but it was just, it was really, really well made. And and like Eli said, when I heard that Black Panther was being directed by Ryan Coogler and with Michael Jordan or Michael B. Jordan alongside him, I'm like, well, that's the director I wanted and that's the actor I wanted in this movie. So, so I'm going to love it no matter what. And uh <laughs> And I remember seeing Fruitvale Station and I was on vacation with my dad. We were in Tampa Bay. We had just spent the entire day, you know, in the Salvador Dali Museum. We were walking all day. We were tired. So we were like, you want to see a movie? And I was like, I don't know what's out. So we just go to a random theater, see Fruitvale Station is playing. I had no idea what it was about. My dad and I went in blind. It was one of the rare times that I've ever done that. And I walked out of there like, life is suffering, you know? It's like, it's just, (laughs) it was the wrong movie to watch on vacation, but it was still, it was still really, really good. And it, everyone should go see it wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Uh, So Ryan, what's your next pick?
1: So my next pick is a classic and it is called In the Heat of the Night. Mm. This is streaming on Amazon Prime and it stars the legendary Sidney Poitier, who in his time was one of the best actors working. Uh, he, he plays a private detective who is in a small southern town to investigate a murder, and he is accompanied by this sheriff played by Rod Steiger. He, Sidney Poitier plays a black private detective going into a small southern town with a white sheriff. I have a feeling you all know where this is heading. Well. The movie is excellent. It's it, it's a tour de force from Poitier. He won an Oscar for it, and uh, and and if you've ever heard the line, "They call me Mr. Tibbs," that that's where the that's where that is from. Uh, I try and promote classic movies whenever I can, and so when I was preparing this list, I was like, "What? Where can I look?" And I was scrolling through Amazon, and I stumbled upon "In the Heat of the Night," and I was like. That's going on the list. I don't care if it's hidden or no matter what, it's going on there because it it's excellent.
0: Yeah, yeah. I actually haven't seen this one. This is a blind spot for me, and I really, I, I really need to see it. I, I really do. Yeah. It's an excellent. Yeah, in song. the heat
2: of the night, in the heat of the night is, is uh, a lot, a lot of classic uh film lists include that one and then it's it's highly regarded by a lot of film historians but like i don't know how many younger people have watched it so it's good to like put classic films on the radar too
0: yeah yeah very good uh all right eli what is your final pick
2: well okay this final choice from me is actually something i'm pretty sure actually does Qualify as a hidden gem because I don't know how many people even know about this, but it is a movie uh, that came out in 2019 called Guava Island. And oh. this movie, yes, it is available. I believe it's available to watch on Amazon Prime because that was where it was available when it came out in 2019. It was it 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 premiered at Coachella and then later. Came to Amazon Prime, and it was uh, a movie starring Donald Glover, directed by Hiro Hiro Murai, who is the director behind some of Childish Gambino's music videos, and oh. and this was his feature feature film debut. And it and this is a this is a short movie. It's like only fifty six minutes long, and, but. Uh, but it's a really interesting movie, I thought, because it's it starts it starts actually with an anime and with animation. It's the there's an animated um, huh. opening sequence that that it's a, that's kind of like told in a folktale style, which it introduces the origin of Guava Island, the island in the, in the movie. And it was and it was um it was actually a musical. It was the movie was kind of like a musical. Because people did break out in, yes. and song, in song in the middle of the story, but it was it starred Donald Glover and it starred Rihanna as his g- girlfriend, and, and it it was it was about Donald Glover Donald Glover's character throwing a music festival, only the music festival was being uh, was being threatened by this shady business tycoon who like thinks the festival interfere with his business because a lot of the people, all, a lot of the islanders who are gonna go to the festival are the people who work for him and he employs most of the people on the island to work for him. So he thinks the festival's gonna interfere with his business. But it was a really like nice, feel good, inspirational story it it was kind of bittersweet because there was some violence in it it's kind of like it gets real sometimes but it was but it was a musical and so it did a good job like being fun throughout its 56 minute run and it was and it was there was zero attention on this thing it was very under the radar but i did really like it so i'm sharing it with all of you
0: very good i have not seen this i i think i remember seeing the ads or seeing it on amazon uh but not but i've never i never watched it but i love musicals and i, I love donald glover so i'll have to give it a shot it sounds fun
2: yeah if you do watch it tell me what you think of it i
0: will for sure yeah that sounds really interesting Have you've heard yeah, yeah. of this uh ryan
1: i've heard a lot of donald glover and i'm a fan but i have never heard of this one i was trying to i was trying to think to myself did i just pass it but then (laughs) i was like like no i just i just done missed it but uh but i gotta give credit to eli i will look out for it now so thank you sir
0: that's what's great about hidden gems uh finding this this podcast that's what's so great about it uh yeah well it's
2: Soon as you started talking about hidden gems, I was like, Oh, this is the perfect movie to bring yeah. up. <laughs> uh,
0: well, my last pick that I'm going to do is called Keela and the Bee, and this is on HBO Max, it's available. And uh,
1: Kiki th- Palmer,
0: yes, that's right, and it's a really sweet movie. Uh, this was made back in 2006. And, uh, it's about this little girl from this, uh, poor part of, uh, LA and her desire to enter the, the spelling bee, uh, because most of them are wealthier kids, uh, from wealthier schools. And, uh, it's really cute. And, uh, Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne, both great. Uh, and I, uh, I, and Kiki Palmer's, you know, the young girl as Akilah. And, uh, so I think it would be a great one to watch with your family uh, that they all be inspired by and it's, it's on HBO max right now. So uh, I think it went under the radar. I've been meaning to do it for family movie night one of these days, but I should, I should do it. So.
1: I learned a ton of big words thanks yeah. to, this, like xanthosis.
2: <laughs> it's spelled with an X.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, you do. <laughs> it's it, it's and You
2: said this. You said this is available on HBO
0: Max. HBO Max, yes, yeah. Keila okay. and the Bee, and uh, it's it's just a really sweet story of the young girl taking on the spelling bee. And it's more of a, it's really more of a story of co- of class uh, challenges more than race, but it's still there. Uh, but um, yeah, you should, yeah, I think people would really enjoy it. So Ryan, what is your, uh, what's your final pick?
1: So my final pick is currently on Netflix right now. It is from 2018 and it is a movie called The Foreigner. Uh, this movie is a hidden gem for a lot of reasons, but mostly because it was, Grossly mismarketed. Uh, it stars Jackie Chan, about a uh, about a man who loses his daughter in a terrorist bombing, and so he goes. He he is hell bent on finding the people responsible for it, and he goes to this Irish politician played by Pierce Brosnan. And Pierce is like, "Listen, I feel you. I feel for you, man, but there's nothing really that I can do." Like. Jackie Chan's character even lays out his entire life savings and he is like, I want the names of the bombers. And and he is like, I'm sorry, man, I can't do anything for you. So Jackie Chan's like, all right, I'll just basically do it myself. And so he starts to dig and he starts to go after and he starts to go after the politician. Well it turns out the politician is hiding a lot more than he said. Uh, the reason why this movie was mismarketed was because it was made to look like a Jackie Chan Kung Fu movie going up against, you know, Pierce Brosnan. But that's not really it. Jackie Chan really doesn't do all that much. The movie is more like Irish House of Cards from uh, from the early 2010s. But that's kind of also what makes the movie good, is Pierce Brosnan's a really good actor and you kind of sense his desperation like did i just blow the bunny with this guy and he's looking and he's like oh i've been complicit in this the whole time there's a lot of there's a lot of nuance and a lot of plot lines that go in a lot of different uh places there's a lot of twists and it mostly works and in the one scene that Jackie Chan does get to do his thing it is legitimately awesome you have to go through a lot of stuff in order to get to it if you're looking for a kung fu movie but if you're looking for more of a cerebral political movie then this may be your jam Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
1: the foreigner is really really good and it fell under the radar mostly due to gross mismarketing yeah which is why i don't trust trailers
0: yeah i agree with you on this film i think that it really gets to showcase some real acting from jackie chan that you that you don't see in all of his movies because he doesn't speak the language and because you know there's other challenges uh and it's more about this you know about the stunts and here he you really get to see a fully fleshed out character and i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember thinking it was it was underrated that year for sure so it's a very good choice so why don't we go over our choices real quick and uh and uh, so for me, I had The Hate You Give, which is on Hulu, and then I had The Breadwinner, which is on Netflix, I had Diary of a Future President on Disney Plus, and Aquila and the Bee on HBO Max. So, what about you, Eli?
2: Okay, I had Do the Right Thing, which I can't remember if we said where yeah. that was available. Yeah,
0: you but, just uh, you just have to rent it right now.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. It'll it's worth it. You should yes. it. Yes. Worth it. And uh, yeah, and I also had Dolomite is my name on Netflix, Fruitvale Station on Tubi, and Guava Island which is available on Amazon Prime Video.
0: Great. And Ryan, what's your list?
1: My list is Blinded by the Light on HBO Max, The Long Shots which is on Netflix. Uh, In the Heat of the Night, which is on Amazon Prime, and The Foreigner, which is on Netflix. Great.
0: Thank you so much, you guys. I, I'm really uh, glad we did this, and I'm glad that we were able to get some some good recommendations out there. Uh, please, if you're listening, let us know what some of your favorite films are that feature people of color, that maybe have them behind the, behind the scenes as well. Uh, we'd love to hear, and we'd be able to c- celebrate those hidden gems. Uh, and we hope that you're all safe and that you're all doing well uh given the circumstances as well as might be expected at least um and uh, eli where can people follow you on twitter and all that fun stuff
2: yeah if you want to see all my opinions about like movies and tv shows and even video games it's like all on my twitter at ejunkie 2014 and if you go so there, then I will guide you to my blog and I'll have even more opinions <laughs> on that. Great.
0: And Ryan, where can people find you?
1: So on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit is at Ryan Cam20. Not Reddit, it's letterboxed. Letterboxed is at RyanCam20. And then my YouTube channel is Ryan Cam Movie Reviews. And uh, I've got big plans for the month. Of June, I'll be continuing the AFI project. Uh, the episode for 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, will be live by the time we are recording this. And then up next on the docket will be Sunset Boulevard, The Graduate, The General, and On the Waterfront. And that's just literally mm-hmm. naming a few. And then also coming to the channel, I'll be gearing up for Nolan Month in honor of Tenet. Still coming to theaters, hopefully. I'll be talking about every movie Christopher Nolan has directed from following up to the dark Knight films, up to interstellar and up to Dunkirk and everything else in between. So a lot of stuff coming to the channel, it's going to be just a bustling place in the month of June.
0: Yeah, Very good. That sounds like some good stuff. And you do a good job. I mean, I'm just saying this because you're my co-host, but you do a good job in those reviews. You really do. So people should check it out. And Uh, And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes, and at the Hallmarkies Podcast. Uh, Check that out. We have a lot of fun stuff uh, coming up over there as well. So thanks again. uh, And we will have to have you back on another time, Uh, Eli, because this was really fun. And I like this idea of kind of doing a theme and and picking from all the different services. So we'll have to try that again as well, because I thought that was fun. And, uh, so thanks so much and we'll talk to you all later. Be safe, everybody. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.